<laughs> and it, there I was just talking up like the uh, Riverside as like this, the best app and everything. And we both freeze. You used it before, That's right? Funny. Recently or? Yeah. Um, I've been using this for the last, since the new season, since the beginning of the year. Oh, okay. So actually, wait, even before that, I think. Yeah, yeah, before that. So I've been using this app, Riverside. Um, I discovered this last year. Very convenient. So for those who are listening, Riverside is basically a pod, um, video conferencing app. So it's, it's separate from, it's not, it's like Zoom, but better. Mm -hmm. So thank God Zoom is not a sponsor, but, <laughs> but Riverside, Riverside is not a sponsor, but I love it. It, I was just telling Matt earlier that this app basically runs off of Google Chrome, no installation on my guests side. And whatever my guests are hearing from their end and seeing from their end, so if they have a good camera, it looks nice and sharp on their end, and if, if they sound good, that's exactly what Riverside is recording. And it's the same thing for me on my side. So at the end of the session, uh, it'll spit out basically the, both of like the, the best quality, and then I can just combine them into one um, uh, video or, or audio. So it's great. It's super easy. All I got to do is just send the link to the guest and all they have to do is, well, the only requirement is that they use a Chrome browser because it only works with Chrome. And I think over the year, uh, over the last year or two, it's gotten better, like the app itself. So it's super reliable. Um, I've only had maybe like two instances where um, I've had issues with the recording, but the, the customer service has been very responsive mm -hmm. and they actually took care of me. Um, yeah, I love this app. But anyway, welcome to the podcast, Matt. <laughs> Thanks for the invite. Thank you know, um, <laughs> yeah, of course. you actually sent out like a, a story post asking if anybody would like to be a, a guest on the podcast. And, you know, I wanted to volunteer, but I'm like, man, my schedule is crazy. You know, like I wouldn't even know because it's mm -hmm. going to be like late at night or something like that. But then you DM me and I was like, okay, that time works. You know, yeah, afternoon's not going to work, hey, but I, evening, yeah, that's I, fine. I, I know exactly what you're going through. So people who are not... Um, who are not aware, Matt is a new father. Well, how new are we talking about? How old is your is oh, your Oh, he's already seventeen months one. and you might even see him okay. run around here in a little bit. It's about to be oh, yeah. his uh bedtime, so my wife is getting him ready for bed, but he is like very active, let's just say that. And he loves being in the office. Yeah. He loves being in here. So Is it because of all the, the little gadgets that you have there? Yeah, it's um he just likes to be where I'm at. So when he knows I'm in here, he likes to mess with everything. And I kind of let him mess with everything. He adjusts the desk up and down. By the way, I, I should have a, I wish this one had, had like a child lock feature, but it doesn't. But he'll lift it up, down, open my cabinets. <laughs> I let him play with the keyboards and stuff like that. So, What desk do you have? I have the Uplift uh, L desk. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure they may have a controller that has a you know child lock, but this one doesn't have it. He already messed up like my okay. memory settings and stuff, so I had to readjust that. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with my kids. Like my kids always play around with my roadcaster, mm -hmm. so I'm always checking like the volume because I'm like, I had it dialed in already, and they changed it. But yeah, same thing. Like they they love walking in here, mm -hmm. even especially when I'm working, especially when I'm talking to someone. <laughs> Luckily, they're not here right now. They're actually at their their cousin's house. But if they were here, they'd be like, "Daddy, who are you talking to? What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh, great, here we go." Um, Matt, who? people who are listening to this are probably like, who is Matt? So let's, let's just introduce you for a second there. Who is Matt? Um, so I live 
I live in Austin and I started, I guess, uh, my Instagram account maybe like three years ago just for fun. Wanted to snap some tech photos or actually I didn't even know if, if that's what I wanted to do. I just started, I like taking pictures. I wasn't like a professional or anything like that. Although I thought I was pretty good until I got Instagram and saw like Michael's photos and I was like, okay, yeah, I, <laughs> I need to step it up a little bit. Who is this guy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't that's know a true story. <laughs> that's a true story. No I've been a huge fan of yours for so long. And like my wife knew who you were before you even know who I was. And then I was what like, what the heck? Are you serious? I'm serious. I was like, dude, this photos. And that's why like, I, um, I think I copied one of your photos and mentioned you and you might've liked it. And I was like, Oh, he liked my photo. <laughs> and then when you follow me, that's when I was like, I got him. I'm good now. I'm okay now. Dude, it makes me feel, I, I, you know, I can't hide the fact that it's, it's, it's a weird feeling, but I'm, but I also appreciate it. But for you guys who are listening, I consider Matt as like the guy, you know what I mean? Like when I, when I think of his stuff, I'm like, man, look at Matt, look at, okay, let me, let me put it this way. Right. What's your, what's your um, Instagram hashtag, uh, not hashtag, um, handle. So it's uh, let's it's, clear the clear this because I know there's some confusion. Right, with some people. so they, it's spelled they pronounce it in a certain way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I go by Envision on Instagram, but it's spelled N V Z I O N. Um, when my friends like found out about that account, they thought it was N V Zion, and I was like, <laughs> "What does that even mean? Why would I come up with a ridiculous name like that?" You know, but someone even said New Vision. New Vision. Yeah. Yeah, new vision. That sounds pretty cool. Vision. That sounds pretty cool. It does sound pretty cool. Yeah, I just wanted I something short and unique. It's more like a, a mm. I think it's good for branding. Although Envision.com was owned by somebody and they actually do uh, graphics design. No way. Yeah, and um, it's a funny story, but I, I don't think I visit that website first or I might I might have looked it up because I usually Google names and I was like, oh, it's fine. They don't have an Instagram account. You know, they had a Twitter so then I just try to envision everything. I, I put it for that, for TikTok, for Facebook. Well, Facebook, I couldn't get it because they had it. But here's a funny story. Um, I went to their Facebook page and they said, uh, I know some of people have come to us um, asking for you know product photography. We do, not, we do not offer that, but we do offer graphics design because I think I'm bringing traffic to their site, you know, which is funny. Interesting. <laughs> but that was back in 2020. You should have done like an X deal with them. Oh yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, I like that play in uh, of words though. You said I, I was trying to envision it. I'm like, oh, is that where you got your name from? Oh like, yeah, okay. that's right. I, I don't know. I right? thought it was cool. Like, you know, a... like you're always trying to think of something, you know, content or whatever. Yeah. So that's what envision is. Yeah. No, I think it, I think it's a cool name. I think I think you can definitely kind of play around with it branding wise. Like, um, I I can help you envision your your well, maybe maybe it's not a good idea, but <laughs> I'm just spitballing here. But no, um, going back to what I was saying, Matt. Like when I look at your account and what you've, how you've grown over the last two years, because it's 2022. No, three years. Um, three years. Yeah, it's been, right. it's been three years. 2019 to just oh yeah yeah three years. You mm-hmm. said yeah, yeah, and it's crazy. It's crazy. You are how many followers do you have right now? Um, 115,000 on uh, Instagram. Do you understand how insane that sounds? <laughs> that's like crazy yeah, high number it, it is crazy and then i see like i've met people that have started like maybe six months and they surpass me and i'm i'm not saying anything about it content's great yeah they, you know they totally deserve yeah. it but man i bust ass to be over here so i was like so happy when i, I hit know. 100k i mean i put in a ton of work <laughs> like yeah. day after day and that's know? the thing that's one of the things that i recognize about you it's it's like 
you know, Matt is, there, there was a, I remember, I used to listen a lot to the radio. Mm-hmm. And for the younger generation listening to this, <laughs> the radio is something that is you can listen to for free. <laughs> but no, I, I used to listen to a radio show, and they used to make fun of um, Ryan Seacrest. Okay. So Ryan Seacrest started as a DJ, and then he kind of branded himself as, well, he basically started working a lot, and then he became the host of um, American Idol. Mm-hmm. And then since then, he's you know worked on numerous shows. He became a producer. He is basically everywhere. And then so there was like a joke in the um, like a uh, the industry, where and they were saying that um, he was the hardest worker um, in the in the entertainment industry because he's everywhere. Right. And this is a compliment to you, Matt. This is how I feel about you. It's like Matt is always he's busting his ass. Like just exactly what you said. Like there's always content. There's so many things, and I was actually going to bring this up um, in this podcast. I, I intended to, uh, I was thinking about this, and I said, you know, I should ask Matt how it feels like to become, or how it feels like to start off as a photographer, to a tech reviewer, and then to a professional videographer. And it's like, you went through like these different fa- uh, phases, right. and now obviously you're a dad, but it's crazy to see the the scale of of how much you've you've grown i guess in in the in the last three years and it's amazing so hearing you say that earlier that you you admired my photos that's very very um humbling coming from you seriously i admire your work man you're like the um (laughs) how do you say that uh like that's where the bar is set you know what i mean it's like (laughs) No, I, I would still go, like, if I look at your photos, I'm like, what did he do to this image to make it so different? You know, there are a lot of great photographers, but yours, it really stands out. I can recognize it it's, anywhere, especially when someone steals your so photo happy. as an ad. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happens a lot. No, I'm serious. No, it makes me so happy. It makes me so happy to hear you say that because it's like, when I hear people say that, you know, it's obviously it makes me feel good. Right. But when I hear, you know, my, like, people that I respect, you know, people I call my friends, say it it's just like it feels i feel validated and it's a weird thing let's let's talk about that then like i'm sure you always get that question though like how do you how do you do what you do like even when i look at your stuff you've the way you shoot video is insane it's it's like how did matt think of this is it's so interesting to see how much has changed ever since i started following yeah that's true and do it's, do you get questions like that? I'm sure you do. And do they, like, I recognize your stuff. Like, I, I've seen your stuff um, all over social media without even looking at your name or even your office or anything. I'm like, this is, this one's shot by Matt. <laughs> and sure enough, I'm like, yeah. And I can't, I can't really, I guess, pinpoint what it is about your style. But how do you approach that? Like, is it, is it kind of like a gut feeling thing? Um, I'm just curious. Man, I live and breathe it, to be honest. So, Okay, so, you know, when Reels started popping off earlier this year, I was like, you know what? So my thing was that I need to be better at videos um, because this is where it's going. And if I'm good at videos, I think I can get more jobs, you know, maybe different brand collabs, kind of set yourself apart. You can do photos and videos. And I want it to be like early making videos so that, you know, I can be better at it. I know it's not like a race, but I want it to be like, so a lot of the tech photographers will probably transition to making videos. I want to be there first so I can, I can mm-hmm. improve because video is a whole new 
it's a whole not, another ball game, you know. It's it's like yeah. And I just started making all kinds of videos, and I would just scroll through, uh, you know, the Instagram reels, and I would take ideas from videos that are not tech and try to incorporate it into a tech video. And that's where it was like, that's how you get the ideas, like, you know, whether it's the transitions, the cuts, or you know, the camera movements. So I pay attention to all the details, even like when I'm watching TV now, like that's all I pay attention to. And you know, someone asked me too, like, how do you come up with the ideas for reels? And it's funny, but I find the song first. And, oh, you and I do the same thing. And when I say I find the song first, on my way to work, on my way home, I'll have like playlists on Spotify. And I would listen for songs that I was like, okay, so my next reel, I kind of want to do something like this, you know, whether I'm shooting a desk video. And this, I'm, I'm trying to look for a song. Once I find the song, I put it on repeat and I will listen to it for as long as it takes. And I'm basically putting together the video in my head, like where the cut's going to be, what's it going to be like. It doesn't always work out, but it helps me kind of like, okay. And then when I get home and when I get a chance like to shoot, that's when I'm like, okay, pull, pull the song first and then start shooting and fill in the gaps. And when I pull the song into a final, final cut, I actually mark where the cuts are going to be. So I know how much footage I need. So I'll mm -hmm. mark the clips like, cause I like to, you know, drop the, the cuts, like where the beats hit or something like that, where the song changes. Yeah. So if I need like, you know, six cuts, then I know like, okay, you know, I don't need to film too much. Plus the reels are like, what, five seconds, 10 seconds tops, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Sometimes 15, mm -hmm. but it doesn't take too long to be honest. It, it's actually faster than photos, which is crazy, but yeah, editing photos yeah, takes, oh man, I don't, I don't miss it. Like when I used to shoot the iPhone photos and then that camera lens where all the dust particles, it's, yeah, it's not it even enjoyable to be honest, <laughs> but, but I did that for like two years, you know? So, so you've, you found your, your flow state, right? Like, do you, have you heard of that term before flow state? I have not. It's basically a, an actual scientific, um, terminology. And we also refer to it as being in the zone. So for creatives, not necessarily creatives, but when you're in your flow, mm -hmm. that's basically when you feel most at home and at your peak. So it's like you enjoy it. You have a process. You don't even have to think about it. It almost comes a second nature. Yeah. And time can just slip by like really, really fast. And for me, that is photography for me. When I take photos mm -hmm. and edit them, like I can be there for how long? I don't, I don't even reckon, I realize it. And that's my, that's when I'm in the zone. Also for video editing, not in a, actually, no, I shouldn't say that, but for just like your, your process, basically mm -hmm. thinking about, um, piecing it together in your head. But I want to go back to that though, because I'm glad you said that because I'm, I'm not the only one who, who starts off with music. I've actually, I've heard someone else say this, like before they even, uh, shoot video, they listen to the music first. And I, I do the same thing ever since I was a kid, I always, Every, every time I think of a theme, or I mean, a, a, I hear a music, piece of music that I really, really like, I always play it back in my head. And when I was a kid, I used to imagine, um, remember when you were, when we were kids, like the best parts of like the cartoons were the introduction, like the intro, because mm -hmm. it had the best animation, the best music and everything. Yeah. So I would imagine, for example, like if I heard a piece of music that I really liked, I would recut in my head the um what do you call this like the the animation for example for ninja turtles mm -hmm. but 
but working with the music, you know, it's like, that's how I visualize it. And so I kind of just carried that, that way of storytelling, because it feels like to me, it's like, it's, it's more of like a gut feeling like, Oh, this, this feels like it, it belongs with this scene. So when you were explaining that, it, I kind of get it. Cause it's like, Oh yeah, that's, that's kind of what I do. Not necessarily for reels, mm -hmm. but that's what I do for, um, for my videos. When I'm editing videos, I actually spend, I think I spend more time looking for um, music than actually like putting things together in Final Cut. It's like I could spend an entire day yes, that, that just is, looking for music. That is, I can agree to that. That's for sure. I've spent right. like, so for the reels is usually like, it's quick. I find what's trending, chop it up, use it. But every once in a while, if I get like a paid job that I want it to be a little bit special, I'm on epidemic sounds listening to like every single song and it just seems like nothing fits. Yeah. It's weird. Like nothing yeah. fits. And like, I don't know why I can't find it. And then I would just have to walk yeah. away. And then now they have the app, you know, I don't know if you use epidemic sounds, but, um, I, I do. Yeah, I do. I've, I've downloaded the app, but I haven't used it. Yeah. So I, I have CarPlay. Like I'll use it in the car and that's like my music. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then if you like something, <laughs> I'll just favor it. I'll like it, and then this way it'll go in my library so I can listen to it later on to see if it fits, and that's what I do. Um, I don't like doing that because it takes question, so though. much time trying to find a song. It's even, like, more stressful than the, than the content itself, you know, but... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how it is. And, 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 and it's just funny how um, you come up with, like, these really good, good videos, and they think... I guess a lot of people think that it's easy to make, but it's actually not because there's a lot that, that happens in the background. Like the inspiration, you take inspiration first. Right. If you want the video to be effective, right? Like you want, you, you want to take inspiration wherever you, you get it from. Mm -hmm. And for maybe for both of us, it comes from music. And that's one thing that you can't really quantify. Like when you're pitching a deal with, you know, with the brand, it's like, how much are you, would you charge for like a video? And you give them a price and like, why is it so expensive? Like, it, you just use a mu piece of music. I'm like, I can't really explain to them. Well, I spent like two days looking right. for the music and you can't really say why. You know, they'll probably just say, are you just being lazy? No, I'm looking for the perfect one. You know what I mean? Like it's it's part of the art, I guess. Right. But I have, a, I have a question like you, since you use um, Epidemic Sound while you're in the car, what does your wife, what does your wife say? What are you listening oh, to? Oh, no, no, no. It's, does she ever it's, ask? No, it's different. So when we, my wife, uh, she stays home most of the time. This is just on my way to work mm -hmm. and coming back from work. But if she's in the car, then my son's in the car and we, you just hear cartoons playing. That's it. He has an <laughs> iPad in the, in the back seat. There is no music. And I'm just a chauffeur. Wife is in the back, son's mm -hmm. in the back. And mm -hmm. I'm just mm -hmm. driving in my thoughts with <laughs> cartoons playing over here with Netflix playing his shows. That's it. So in the car, it's like that, you know, and what's I, his favorite show right now. So he's at that stage where he likes, anything that's a fire truck and a garbage truck you know what's funny like why is that i don't understand why is that okay, i don't get that you go to youtube you look up garbage truck there's compilation of videos that have like millions of views of just garbage trucks and i'm like who films these and who puts these together and they have millions of views and i'm here sitting there watching with my son for like 30 minutes or an hour you know just play it and they're not doing anything mm -hmm. but just picking mm -hmm. up trash and he loves it yeah that's the only time he'll sit my still I don't understand that either. I mean, when I was a kid, I was fascinated with huge um, 
excavators trucks and construction vehicles mm -hmm. excavators yeah because they look crazy right right and you know, i want to see them pick up dirt yeah, yeah yeah but never was i interested i was never interested in like garbage trucks like fire trucks are cool but it's like all right it's a fire truck but i th that's one thing i still do not understand like all my nephews mm -hmm. have gone through this phase <laughs> my son is going through this phase like i don't even know if it's a phase for him because he's he's a lot he's four now and he still loves garbage trucks and fire trucks and excavators and yeah he used to have videos of like a, like he would watch playlists on youtube mm -hmm. of just garbage trucks Dude. and i've actually had to step in and stop him because it's like you're not watching anything else other than this so i want you to start watching more educational stuff right mm -hmm. and i try to control it obviously when you're a dad when you're a parent in general i will forgive you mm -hmm. if you have given in to the uh, and I'm talking to the audience here. Like, if you guys have given into like the, uh, the, I guess the, just basically letting them watch whatever they need to watch, so that you can go about your way, your 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 day, I forgive you because it is hard to be a parent. It's really hard to be a parent. But um, going back to to the whole garbage truck thing, um, it's one of those mysteries. I just don't understand the fascination, especially for garbage trucks. I really I don't, don't understand know. it either, but. I take him like when the when the weather wasn't too hot. Um, every morning I take him out on trash day, and we would look for garbage trucks, and he would just freeze, and we'll just <laughs> watch it pick up trash one one house at a time, and he just loves it. And even today, today's <laughs> trash day, you know, um, it came late yeah. today, so I didn't get I get I didn't get to show him, but we have a little window in the dining area. If there's a garbage truck, mm -hmm. I'm taking him there, and he just stares, you know, and he, he loves. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let him. I'll let him look at it, you know, and he's just, I don't yeah, know. I don't know yeah. what it is either. And I've talked to a lot of parents, same thing, exact same thing. It's so weird, huh? It is. Yeah. Weird. My, my son, if he knows it's trash day, he'll hear the garbage truck from, from afar. Mm -hmm. So I, this is his second week, um, going to daycare Oh. and, you know, trying to get him to wake up a little bit early because, because daycare starts at anywhere as early as seven o'clock. Mm -hmm. I take him at around eight o'clock, but, um, if it's a if it's a trash day, like as soon as he hears like the garbage truck from afar, he'll get up, he'll just shoot right up and be like, "Daddy, it's the garbage truck!" and start running towards the window, just like watching it. Wow! And I watch him to see what it is, and he just gets really excited. And I'm like, "This is cool," mm -hmm. but I just don't understand why. I, it's a mystery to me. Yeah, my son it's even cool, likes <laughs> trash cans when the when everyone pulls out their trash cans. I don't know how they do it over there, but they'll put it in front of the driveway and he's it's blue and yeah. green like recycling and trash and he just starts pointing mm -hmm. at it and blabbing you know and he loves it <laughs> i don't know what it is it's weird it's so odd my my son is right right now he it's a toss-up between garbage trucks and dinosaurs i think i think dinosaurs is his favorite thing right now because that's all he wants to talk about dinosaurs 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 i'm like okay that i get i mean i grew up loving dinosaurs as well but yeah it's one of one of those it's just fascinating i guess fascinating yeah. especially for our generation mm -hmm. you know our dads didn't really have the means or the the capability to uh record everything right let's put it that way right like so we get to film them and witness like these i guess the, these evolution like this change the, the changes that they go through mm -hmm. so it's one of those things that um i actually do enjoy you know being a dad was like one of the biggest surprises to me in terms of like passion. Yeah. Yeah. I get really, I get really passionate about it when, and I think 
I think it's apparent like on uh, social media when I share things about my kids and just being a being a dad. I, I love it. And, you know, I guess I wasn't expecting that when, when I had my kids. How do you feel about it, though? Like you personally, what what's uh, what how has life changed? Let me just rephrase that. How, how has life changed for you other than the obvious, you know, like schedule wise and everything? Because I know you said that you wanted to be on the podcast, mm-hmm. but because of your schedule, you're like, mm, I don't even want to volunteer. But other than that, though, has that affected the way you approach work or your goals or anything like that? Yeah, I, I think it has. Um, I actually talked to you maybe a couple months ago, something like that, about how, how do you juggle being a parent or something like that. And you said someone gave you the advice of you're going to be more efficient, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I could totally see that. Like, so my son, he's he's not the calm, like, oh, I'm just going to sit here and play in one corner. I don't know about other kids. I've seen other kids. Yeah. They're, he's just wild. Like, he, <laughs> yeah. he runs everywhere, and he's demanding. You can't really say no. Like, you know, I mean, maybe he's spoiled a little bit, but we give him everything he wants. So, like, if he if he wants to be picked up and play with the stove or knobs, I'll let him touch it, you know, or something like that. He's, like, that's how he is. Like, you, you can't say no to him. Um I know that I'm not on my phone as much anymore. I used to be on it all the time, but I can't because mm-hmm. I got to watch him when he's running around, you know, and, yeah. and it's a lot of fun because we'll, we'll laugh and crack up at just things that are not really funny, but it's funny to him. It's funny to me, you know, and that's my goal all the mm-hmm. time is to make him laugh and it doesn't always work. It's like something yeah. that worked today is not going to work tomorrow. So I have to like switch it up. But, mm-hmm. but between my wife and I, I'm always the one that makes him laugh because I'll come up with something that's just not funny but he likes it but he thinks it's funny he thinks it's funny and it's like (laughs) me being stupid or something like that making silly faces or sounds and you know he loves it but with that being is he more of a oh sorry no no go ahead i was just gonna ask is he more of like a a daddy's kid or mommy's okay so this is an interesting topic um when we leave the house he's like Mm -hmm. he sticks to me like all the way i don't know what it is at home it's mommy. Like I can't even like if he's holding her and I try to come get him, he like yells at me, like kind of like really? yeah. <laughs> and it's weird. So for the longest time, my wife thinks that when she when we leave the house, you know, she puts her hair down, maybe she has makeup on, and he would just look at her like she's a stranger. It was like that was going for like a few months, and she's like, I don't know what it is. She's like, people are gonna think like I don't want to carry my own son, you know, but he just won't come to me. He starts like crying if she tries to get him, you know. <laughs> And, you know, my son's a, yeah. uh, as, as they would call it, a, a pandemic baby. So he didn't see a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. it's pretty yeah. bad. Like, not even my own family members. Oh, he's right there. He's, <laughs> I, don't, I, I, caught a, I caught a glimpse of he's him. He's crying right now because he knows <laughs> I'm in here. Uh, he's going to want to come in. You can welcome him in if, uh, if that helps. Well, if I, He'll sit around and, you know. No, he's not going to sit around. Uh, if, I, if we bring him in here, you're not going to be able to bring him out. He's going to throw a fit. I see. So. Okay. But um yeah, so that's yeah, so when we're out, he comes to me and then when, when he's at home, it's kind of mutual. He'll come to me, he'll come to her, but if she's holding him, he's not going to let me, you know, pry him off her arms. But if he's running around, then it's okay. It's it's really funky, I don't know, but he just knows Dude, what he like wants. I swear to god, yeah, like kids will 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 I feel like they're they're there to force us to be more creative. Honestly, because it's like I was yeah, seriously because it's like um I was reading, no I was listening to a book um, 
I can't remember the name of the book. And the only reason I can't remember the name of the book is because I'm using this new app. I'm on a trial period. I think the trial just ended. Mm -hmm. It's called Blinkist. Have you heard of it? I have not. So Blinkist is a newish app, I think. Well, the idea behind it is that if you don't have time to read or listen to a lot of like the entire audiobook, for example, because I'm, I love audiobooks. Like it's my, the one subscription that I always, like I will never let go of mm. is my Audible subscription because I go through like audiobooks, like, wow. like every, you know, as much as I can. Um, Blinkist is kind of like that, but you don't have to go through the entire book. So what it does, it, it compiles like big ideas from all these different books. So for example, for creativity, um, you have a host and this host will walk you through like certain ideas. And this idea was taken from this book, for example, by Seth Godin or this book by whoever. And they'll, they'll try to talk about it. But the idea is everything is like within like 15 minutes. So if you have only a, a few minutes to, to sit in the car, to listen to an audiobook, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? This is a good one. It's, it's almost like a distilled, you know, it's like only the important bits and not because it's not just being read to you. Like you have a host that kind of discusses it and gives you examples. I feel like it's, it, it sticks with me a little bit more. So I might, I'm considering like subscribing to it. Cause it's like, this is a good um, way of um, absorbing information when you, when you don't have a lot of time. Right. But anyway, so I was listening to one of those books and that's why I don't remember the, the title, but <clears throat> They were talking about why it's actually okay to have a messy, like a messy desk at home. Mm -hmm. And because people are obsessing about um, being organized and having a system. And I'm definitely the same thing, right? Like I think we're always trying to, or we always strive to have a system so we can follow them to a T, right? Like I feel like my days are going to be better if I can follow everything and just trust the process and if i follow step one two and three i can expect step four right, right. Like it, that that's almost like a safety net but for creatives they were saying that's not necessarily a good thing because for one it teaches you or it 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 you forget or how do i how should i say this um basically is what happens if that system is somehow broken like for example like a kid right like you have a you have a son a daughter whatever um they are definitely always like a monkey wrench in your life right <laughs> like anything that you plan oh expect that monkey wrench it's always going to be completely unexpected right. that's just the way it is yep. and <clears throat> in the beginning i was like upset i was upset with it because it's like why can't you just do this why can't you just sleep at night why can't you know what i mean mm -hmm. and that's just a young me expecting babies to um I guess go through life exactly the same way that me as an adult is is going through, but obviously that's not going to happen. Right. So what the the point of the book is, you know, being having a messy uh, life or not having a system is not a bad thing, because it teaches you to be creative. You you're forced to be creative. You're forced to adapt to to each situation that that's always changing, and that's actually a good thing. It's a good practice. It's a good um, exercise for you. So that when you're put in a situation that's just like everywhere, you're you're you feel comfortable. You, not maybe not comfortable, but just like you feel confident enough that you'll you'll be able to deal with it. And I feel like kids have um, my kids have given me that opportunity in life. And 
in the beginning, I, I, you know, I definitely was not a fan of it, but now I've learned to embrace it and actually enjoy it. Right. So it's like, oh yeah, yeah. So it's, it's always like a joke. It's like, okay, tomorrow, this is what we're going to do. It's, and that's assuming that the kids will follow exactly what the plan is. But just in case, this is the general outline of our, um, our plans for the weekend, right? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of like, that is, I guess, my experience as a, as a father and as like a, a creative who's always like obsessing over systems and just making sure that things are followed a certain way. And yeah, I guess I, I, you know, to me, that was just like my, one of my biggest takeaways and I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. I'm still adapting. I'm not, I'm not going to say that I'm, I, I perfectly, uh, I guess, uh, adapted to it, but I'm, I'm learning to, to trust it and actually enjoy it. <laughs> If that, if that makes yeah, sense. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, it does. Like you said that, um, so for me, like when, you know, after my son and everything like that, I, I felt like, okay, so time is like, it's, it's like, you don't have enough of it anymore. So it taught me how to edit really mm -hmm. fast. <laughs> so <laughs> making videos. I think wait. Matt froze for a second. Hello. You still there? I see you, but. Okay, we're good now. There you go. Okay, you're back. You're back. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so anyways, I um I learned how to edit videos much faster. Like, I would fly yeah. through it. Like, I mean, and, and, you know, it's not like a YouTube video or anything like that. For It's it's a reel, you know, but still, like, I can do it so much faster. Like, I, I don't have, sometimes I will edit, like, like a five-second reel. I'll do it in sessions. Like, in the morning, if I run in here, maybe I can, I have an idea. I jot it down real quick. I, I'm on Final Cut. I'll put something in and then he comes in and I'm like, okay, let's leave. And then I'll come back in, do something real quick and then come out. And that's how I do it. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's how my YouTube videos are right now. I'm actually working on a YouTube video and it, it's not even that like the video is not even that complex, but it's been taking me like, this is my second week already. And I think I've gotten only a minute and a half, you know? So it's like, Oh yeah. I just do like, that's good though. I mean, dude, I, I want to see more videos from you. I, I swear to God, like the last one that you posted, uh, with, with, with like the home tech stuff yeah i did not know you were using your iphone for that yeah one. so what's funny is um my son was born already but he was a little small and you know i hate to admit it but like bringing out your camera sometimes you need like the proper lighting and switching lenses man the iphone was always in my pocket and i was like i should add this clip and i'll just like pull it out film it leave it into my phone and then when i get a chance i just import it to the to my mac and then i start editing and i was doing like that that took me two weeks just filming around the house within two weeks and then putting it together. <laughs> and it was so much easier for the iPhone, you know, and it's very capable. Yeah. Very capable. And what's great is that you don't, you don't really have to stress over like the lighting. Exactly. Cause it adjusts like so well, mm -hmm. it's like, it's well lit. Like, I mean, if you're going for like the dramatic look, then obviously right. you struggle. But if you just want something that's well lit mm -hmm. and it's clear and you can get it, get it right, man, I was so surprised actually watching after watching your video, Cause I had the um, the mini I think mm -hmm. back then mm -hmm. the, the twelve mini, and I'm like, I think I want yeah <laughs> I think I want to upgrade to the pro and I did yeah I know <laughs> I did yeah it's great I'm like this is this is awesome it's unbelievable um, man like I I hate that it's so good you know like yeah I know I I completely get what you say yeah it's like, so I this, hate that it's so good. right the fact is like sometimes when I'm shooting my desk videos. I was like, you know what? If I just use my iPhone right now, I won't have to worry about the lighting or anything. It's just a, 
it's it's social media. They're going to compress it anyway. It's going to look fine. But yeah. if I keep doing that, I'm never going to improve on the camera. So mm -hmm. that's why I always try to shoot with my camera. I try not to shoot with my phone unless it's something just really quick or maybe a story post. But for my desk videos or, you know, anything on Instagram, I was like, you know what? Even though I can do it on my phone, let me get the camera out because I, I want to be better at it. And that's the only way I'm going to learn. If I just bust out my phone, it's really easy, you know? Um, and, and it's mm -hmm. not great, too. I mean, it, it's good, but it doesn't have that extra flair, you know, when you use, the, yeah. you know, yeah. the right lenses. There is something. something that's still missing. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely agree. So I'm cu curious, though, do you consider yourself, I know you started taking photos, right? You started off as a photographer. Would you consider yourself more of a photographer still or more of a videographer now? I don't know. That title, videographer, is like, I feel like it's so like, like, I don't think that's me. Mm. Like, okay. at most, like, I won't even take the title of a video creator because I feel like I'm such like a noob. Still kind of like learning. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> if you feel like you're a noob, I don't know how I, I feel like. <laughs> I've seen your work. I'm like, what the heck? I don't know. I, I watch some of it. It's When I'm, when I post it, I'm super excited. A week later, I look mm. at it again, and I rewatch all my content, like the videos, all the time to try to see like what I did wrong, because there's always something wrong with it for me. I was like, oh, mm. that one's, you know, like I went too fast, or th that video's a little dark. At the time, it looked okay, you know? So I just, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't even call myself a photographer. I mean, okay, so like, you let me shoot portraits of like people, I'm not that good at it. Yeah. I am not that good okay. at it. So I can't take that. Mm -hmm. I, I can shoot a still object or something to make it look kind of cool. But I've had friends like, oh, come do our portraits. You know, I was like, all right, but I'm not that good. You know, they're like, you'll be fine. <laughs> I took it and I edit. It looked all right to me. You know, I'm like, um, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, like um, yeah. I'm good at outdoors. Like if you're outdoors, you know, it's like sunset, the lighting's good. It's great. But shooting indoors with the studio light i am not good at that with people like it's i don't know how to get it right okay. it's either overexposed it just looks like a i don't know like you shot it on your iphone with the flash going off or something you know? <laughs> yeah. but it, as a product photographer though you, you'd be comfortable being called that i think maybe like lifestyle right not really yeah yeah, yeah. maybe because yeah you you have people in your in your content like you have yourself um, and you're using the products. Yes, that, I would consider that lifestyle. Um, you use natural light or, or artificial light for most of your photos. So I started my account using only natural light, chasing the light from mm -hmm. every window. And then I got one light and then a second, then a third. And then I, I have like six lights now, but I will always no. <laughs> use, I always use both. Or now, now when I shoot, I haven't shot a photo in a while, but when I did, I would use natural light and uh, studio lights. And sometimes more than one. Yeah. So I'll use all three, yeah. but I try to make it not so obvious, you know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I think that's a trick there. Actually, that's that's the uh, um, the secret. Because mm -hmm. I'm more of like I'm definitely natural light. Uh, I feel much more comfortable just doing that. Like, the problem is that window right. is so short and small, yep. right? Like, and you're chasing out. Yeah, you're going from one window to the other. You're like, wait, the light is still here. It's, you know, and I have to race home, for example, or make sure the kids aren't bothering me. I just need to take a photo. So I tried, like, I, I got my own light. Mm -hmm. um, and I think like you, I basically just, I still use the natural light. And I try to use the other one as like an accessory, like as a, just like to highlight something. Right. But 
to make it look like I'm not actually using it. You know what I mean? That, you know, making it look like it's completely natural. I think that's really, I think that's my style. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I enjoy doing that. So I get it. I, I get what you mean. But man, you have six lights. I, I wouldn't even know what to do with them. Yeah, there is. That's crazy. You know, it's not really that I use all of them at the same time. It it it's it varies on the the shoot. Um, see, so mm. back then I get to you know I get to wake up early, come to the office, and so my office only gets light early in the morning. I think you get sunset light, right? Yeah. You always shoot at night. Yeah. yeah so I have to shoot early mm -hmm. in the morning, and it changes within the seasons, and it's crazy. But we've had this conversation mm -hmm. maybe when we were first when I was first on your podcast, like maybe a couple years ago, yeah. and I literally pay attention to the light so much i know when it changes like what what season where the light's gonna be like which window in my house has the most light at what time mm -hmm. so that mm -hmm. that's why i got the lights because now a lot of times i shoot content at night um if it's a quick five second reel i may shoot it like you know in the morning with my son you don't see him and then i'll edit in the evening but if i'm shooting like products now like it's at night so i need all those lights and i see yeah. i don't love using that them but if I need to push out content, you know, then I, I would use it, but I, I would prefer natural light. Like if I had a, right. if this window was like a lot bigger in the office, I would love that with more light, but unfortunately it moves around. So I'm in like yeah. master bedroom shooting too, you know, the summertime is <laughs> hey, master lifestyle. bedroom. Yeah. Yep. I see that. So you, you, you got the, uh, yeah, you've got the, uh, the logistics of the, the light right. And then down. winter time, dining, living room, awesome light coming in. There oh, by go. the way, copy that from you. The, What's that? The natural light coming in, like showing the blinds. That was like, oh, <laughs> that's where I got it from. Because back then, no way. Yeah, yeah. And uh -huh. you like to use like um, you showcase like a lot of glare, like here and there. Yes. When I, I love love love. Yes. Love it. Yeah. When I first started, I hated it. I was like, there's a glare. <laughs> like the laptops. You know, I shot my MacBook or the iPad. There's a reflection or something. I hated it. And then I saw you, and I was like. <laughs> I need to start doing that. So if you see those photos, I, I copied it from you. I swear, dude, that's. Oh, dude, that's awesome. That's I, I, I have a positive impact somewhere. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's how I feel like for me to grow. Like I, you know, I have people that come to me and like, how do you shoot that video? Or can you teach me how to make videos like you? Like, no, I can't. It's, it's not that easy to say that. But what I get, what, what I did mm -hmm. was find something that you like and try to mimic. And I've done that forever yes i've done that forever yes. that's actually that's really what it is like it's like um um someone asked me this and i think this was the best answer that i gave them when they asked me about what like how i found my style and to be honest with you i still don't know what my style is i just know what i like mm -hmm. so i always go with that like do i like this i do like this like i like it i like it to be a bit warmer for example with a little bit more glare and you know whatever it is but um to go to, back to what you just said, like, how do you, like, who do I mimic, I guess, or what am I trying to um, um, copy with, with my work? Mm -hmm. And what it really is, is the sunsets from my memory. So when I, when I was growing up in the Philippines, we always had dramatic sunsets, and it's because it's very polluted over there. <laughs> so it's like the more polluted it is, the, the more dramatic the yeah, sunsets are. Like, seriously, like, it's glowing. It's Everything's like orange. <laughs> It's terrible, but brilliant at the same time. So it's like um, my favorite, my favorite time of the day, obviously, and even to this day, because it's like my, my memories as a kid is every time the sun sets, everything inside the house is orange. Mm -hmm. 
everything is orange. It's like I would sit there and just kind of enjoy that. And I think as when I started taking photos, I was trying to mimic that. So that's why I love sunsets. I love like the light. I love the glare. I love the dramatic. Um, I love the slats on the windows. You know mm -hmm. how I actually like the shadows, like it breaks up the light because it makes me feel like I'm in that space again. So when someone asks me like, who is your inspiration? And I'm like, honestly, it's like the sunsets from my memory. Mm. And that's what I try to bring to all my photos. At least I try. And, but you're right. And I think for, for anyone who's listening, um, if you're trying to find your style, you literally just do what Matt just said. Like you find something that you like, like for example, you find someone that you love their work, you mimic that, you don't copy it, you mimic it. You, you try to understand the process and why, because in that process, I think that's when we figure out what we actually like. Mm -hmm. And then you, you fine tune it because you can't always copy someone else's work forever. And that creative side of you is going to fight that because that creative side of you is, is, is just waiting to come out. They just don't know when or, or how, but if you allow them, if you allow that side of you to, to express itself through, you know, mimicking someone else's work, you'll, you'll find it. And I'm glad, I'm glad though, that I think, you know, Matt, your, your, your style is very distinct, at least for me that when I see it, I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, that's, that's uh -huh. like, he shot that. But it's so interesting though, because, you know, I can see, like, I remember actually when, when you started shooting photos, but now you do all video work. Do, do you ever miss? I'm sure you do, but I, I just have to ask, do you miss taking photos just for the heck of it? Um, I don't think I do. <laughs> really? I, I, don't, Interesting. I don't miss it. It's like, it's not so, as fun. Mm -hmm. Video is like, I don't know, something about it. It's not even about like the final product. It's the process. Like every time I'm filming, like I, you know, it's very difficult. Like it's not smooth or something goes wrong, but I'm like, how? Like it's, I'm not, I wouldn't say like, I'm like awesome at it, you know? So I'm still learning every time I'm filming. So like that, that's, that's what's exciting to me. It's like, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm shooting something a certain way. I'm like, is that how you do it? I'm still guessing like, maybe i don't know let's see what happens then once you you know pull in the files you're like oh yeah okay that that came out okay you know not too bad dude spoken like a true artist like just enjoying the process that's or actually you know let's 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 kind of uh focus on that that little statement right there because i heard something really interesting when i was also listening to a book and they were saying that in this world um we are obsessed or people are obsessed with um the end result Mm -hmm. versus the process but if you look somewhere i i know i saw a, a headline somewhere or someone mentioned it something like the most views social media gets now isn't even the end result it's the process mm -hmm. so it seems like people are more interested in seeing how did you shoot that video or how did you take that photo versus what is the end result and i found that to be very fascinating and i'm like Maybe it's just the new generation that's coming in. Mm -hmm. Like they already know how good it's going to look like, but they want to learn. So I don't know. It's just something that I've been thinking about all day. Actually, just today, I was just thinking about it. I'm like, what does it mean? What does it mean for, for future content creators? Like to be just super obsessed with the process itself. And I know for a fact, like I also love the process. I love finding ways to make to try to translate this this feeling that I get when I see something that I want to try to capture in a photo, mm -hmm. 
Um, I'm more obsessed with that than the end result. And I get that from what, you know, what you were saying, like you enjoy the process itself. And I feel like, actually, I feel like Matt, like if we were neighbors, we would constantly be like, how do we achieve this? And it's like, we'll be talking for hours. It's like, how do we do this? Because that's really what, what happens in my head too. But uh, you know, obviously I can't talk to anyone. My wife is just going to fall asleep and she's <laughs> going to get mad at me because she's like, you're so boring. But yeah, I mean, I, I completely get that. So I think, I think, I think you're definitely more on the video side then. It seems like that's where you, you derive that, that enjoyment now. Yeah, I think it is too. Um, I think it's because there's so much more to learn, you know, and with video, it's like, I haven't figured it all out. And that's what bothers me with photos. I don't want to say that I figured it all out, but like most of it, like if you showed mm -hmm. me a shot, I could probably get it pretty close to that. But if you show me certain videos, yeah. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I know how it's done, but I don't know if I can do it. You know, it's a, it's yeah. a little different. It's <laughs> like, I understand how he got there, but I don't think I can make it there. So, you know, I do a lot of speed ramping because I just went, crazy with it because i saw all these car videos on instagram and they are just they do speed ramping with the gimbals and yeah. so addicting i follow maybe like four or five accounts that do it and i'm like dude i want to do a car video like i want to do one so bad like i don't care what car it is really i just want to try it because i want to see if i can get these cuts these movements and the transitions probably to look like one of those guys and it goes back to like mm -hmm. mimicking you know um and when i mentioned mimicking yeah. earlier i didn't mean like um copy someone's style it's more like if you don't know how to do it you know if you mimic something um maybe it'll teach you how to get there it's more like yes you know like and that's what i do like when i watch these car videos i watch it over and over i'm like how did he move there what did he, he went in he rotated he backed out or was that editing and then that's what i pay attention to break it down and then i'll try to use it on the desk video because that's it's easy for me it's here nobody's here but if you shoot a car video we gotta find like a nice spot I can't have people around because I cannot shoot when there's people around. I just can't. <laughs> yeah. Like, if there's like people watching, oh, I get really cars is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I I used to shoot photos of cars, mm -hmm. mainly my car. Yeah, that, that's really what it is. Like whatever it is, I used to drive a, a WRX, but prior to that, I used to drive a Honda Fit. And I would take that fit everywhere and just take photos of it. People are like, "Why are you so weird? Like, why are you taking pictures of your fit?" I'm like, "I just want to. Right, like, right. It's, just, it's just fun." But you're right. Like, I it's I get so weirded out like by myself. If if I mean, on, you know, if I if I see someone else and they're like looking at me because obviously when someone's taking pictures of their cars, it's hard not to look because it's like you're maybe you're just fascinated, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're not necessarily making fun of me, but I'm like, gosh, like when I when I drive, I always. And you can ask my wife this, like before we had kids, I would spend the entire weekend looking for locations. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, babe, I'm going to go for a few hours. And she's like, where are you going? Uh, I'm going to look for a location so I can take pictures of my Honda Fix. <laughs> and she's like, you're such a weirdo. And I'm like, yeah, I'll find like these bridges mm -hmm. and, you know, whatever. And just my main idea is just like have good lighting and no one to bother me. So I have my favorite spots. Mm -hmm. So... It's so interesting to hear you say that, though, because if you want to um, do videos of cars, you definitely have to face that, like the the prospect of people watching you. And Texas, if I'm not mistaken, has a pretty big car culture there. I mean, I, I wouldn't know. I, I used to be in it when I was a lot younger. Go to little car meets, you know, cops mm -hmm. pull up and kick everyone out because we're in like, I don't know, the Toys R Us parking lot or something. You know, <laughs> So that's how it was always the boba place for us. <laughs> no. So Austin didn't have 
a lot of boba place in for a long time. I mean, it was like literally Best Buy parking lots, just like that, like the massive mm. parking lots that have like a bunch of shopping centers, you know. Um, mm-hmm. um, actually, down the street from my house, there's a like, um, there's an In and Out. It's like a little shopping strip. There's like an In and Out, a frozen yogurt place, and I, I don't know what day it is, Saturday or Sunday. There's a car meet there like every weekend, and oh, yeah? I don't go out to anymore this to this day, and. I don't go out, but maybe, you know, the wife and I would be like, okay, in and out tonight. I'll roll up there around eight and it's like packed, <clears throat> you know, and yeah. it's a lot younger kids. Do you miss course. that though? Yeah, I do. Cause it was, um, it was just like, you just hang out with friends and they show off the little mufflers that they bought and you know what they got. I feel like, I feel like you and I can be best friends, Matt. Like, cause it's, <laughs> cause that really is how I feel too. It's like, I'm a, I'm a big car guy. Like, I don't know everything about cars, but I know enough mm-hmm. and I know what I like and that's all I wanted to do before. It was so different though. It was like a different culture. I mean, you and I are roughly the same age, right? right? And so it's like back then it wasn't, it was just different. It was just a different time with, with the car culture. And I remember coffee, coffee or cars and coffee mm-hmm. only happened in like one or two locations, I think. And I was like, there's cars and coffee everywhere now in every city. There's cars. It was and like coffee. once a there's month always going to be like something like that. Right. Yeah. It was very rare. Mm-hmm. It was very packed. And it was very, um, not everyone had, uh, you would basically just go there so you can watch the the nice cars. Mm-hmm. Like when we're talking about nice cars. Like we're talking about Lamborghinis. Yeah, the exotics. Ferraris. Yeah. The exotics, yeah. Now it's just like a bunch of uh, Hellcats and, mm-hmm. and Mustangs and, you know, they do burnouts and stuff. I'm like, that's not really my crowd anymore. So it's like, I miss it. Mm-hmm. But then, you, like you said, it's a, it's such a different generation now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, the younger kids, I, I, obviously, I just can't relate to them anymore. But I do miss that. I do miss Yeah, the, mine was like Hondas and Acres. I mean, it was like... Dude, that's the I, best. I had a ricer too, dude. I had a ricer that I spent... Wait, what, what did you drive? So <clears throat> I drove a 96 Honda Civic, okay? And I spent... I had that car for like five or six years, and I pretty much spent all the money I was not making on it. <laughs> you know, I was like, I was making no money and spending everything on there. Living with my parents. Was it the EK? Is that the no? What, so the, what body style was so it? So the EK is actually a hatch. I didn't have a hatch. I had a coupe. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. They don't call yeah. that an EK, right? I forgot. I know there's an EG EK. I don't think so. I forgot what the coupe is yeah. called. It's been so long, but dude, I did some crazy stuff. So, um, I think when I was like, I got out of high school, and there's a car shop in my, you know, in Austin. We don't have a lot of car places. Like California had like everything. Austin was like not the place to be. But I ended up working at a car shop selling parts. Um, it's a body shop, and he wants to, like, get that customer base where, you know, they want to install, like, body kits or, like, do crazy fabrications. He was trying to get into that market. And what he wanted me to do was come in there, order parts, um, you know, aftermarket parts for these Hondas so that he can sell it to them. And that's what I did. I actually, I think I was, like, 19. I was calling these companies in California opening accounts for them and they had to do like you know a minimum order purchase or like it's called a buy-in so i set up all this yeah. stuff and i would come back to him like hey look we can get these kits in at this price you know the buy-ins you know three thousand and he's like are you sure like that's a lot like are we gonna sell it i was like i don't know but you know and i was a super street reader and i knew all my parts for hondas <laughs> so if you came in you told yeah. me like hey i need headlight bulbs for like the 2003 honda court i was like okay you need the h7s for your low beams and h12 for your high beams yeah. and i would order it for them so i was really good <laughs> and um back then there was a forum 
and the forum is all like a lot of domestic guys in there. They all talk crap about imports yeah. and imports against domestic yeah. guys during that time. But you know, yeah. I had compliments. They're like, "Oh, Protect, that place is a ripoff." But you know, that dude Matt, he knows what he's talking about. You know, I saw it on there. I was like, "There <laughs> you go, ass, You know. <laughs> but yeah, so dude, I I put like BMW tail lights on my vehicle, uh, my Civic, because mm-hmm. my my boss at the mm-hmm. time, he's actually a good friend of mine now. He um he cut the back. He's all like, "Okay, all these guys, they use Bondo." For their conversion kits we're not going to do that we're going to do metal make it you know legit and he did he cut my yeah. rear we shaved the inner tail lights which means you remove it i shaved my door handles so there's no door handles you press the remote and the actuators that we installed will pop the door open you know um we dang yeah, we, this was back then too yeah this was back then so when i'm cruising like you know they recognize it i had like white and blue interior with blue neon lights inside it was like lowered to the <laughs> ground with like I think I had 19 yeah. inch wheels at the time, but it was, it was fun. And the car was like super yeah. slow. Because, so I wouldn't race nobody because like, I was like, I'm all show, you know, like it's all for it's show. All for show. <laughs> it's all for show. Yeah. I even put like one of those I love giant that. aluminum uh, spoilers on the car. Uh, it's by a company. Oh, car. you did. You had the, we, we, we called it the, uh, uh, the shopping cart. Yeah. Book. So cause it's like, you look like when I did it, so many people talk crap about it. It was, it was, it was by a company mm-hmm. called APR and I'm, I think they're still around now. And they're expensive. Yeah, I think they it are. was like $500 for that thing. And um, mm-hmm. I put it on there. So many people talk crap. And then you fast forward today, like, it's it's not bad now. It's cool. You know, like. No. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's, a, it's, it's a really interesting culture. It's like, I mean, my wife will still make fun of it, but I can appreciate it. You know what I mean? It's it, So sometimes I wonder, like, maybe it's just for us because we grew up in that culture. Like, we understand it. Like, obviously, it's not it's not functional. No, it's not. Means. It just looks. It's My car was super slow. I mean, grandma in the Cadillac would just, you know, kill me right there. The funny thing is, but it looked cool. it looks cool. My wife is actually into cars, and she knows her stuff. She'd be like, "Oh, really?" She's like, "Hey, is that a so and so?" And I was like. I got a glimpse of like, no, probably not. And then we pull up. She's like, see, told you. I know my shit. No way. That's kind of cool. Yeah, she's really. How old? How... What's that? What's the age gap between you and your wife? Uh, four or five years around there. I just wanted to share a, yeah, a funny story about my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, when I met her, she just got out of the uh, the car scene. So her ex-boyfriend was very big into the car scene. And she, she would always say, she would, to this day, she would always say, oh, I, I knew like these, the, these hot import models. Like she would name all these, these models. And I, I don't even remember, remember their names. Mm-hmm. I know they were, they were popular. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I met, um, there was one girl that she went into like um, reality TVs. Tina, um, Tina Wynn. I think that's her. Tila Tequila. I think that's her. Yes, 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 exactly. Yeah. She's like she's like I I met her once and you know this and that. And so it became a running joke cuz it's like she was so proud and you know, it's it's fine. It's part of her life. It's <laughs> part of her her, her, what? her her past. But she was like so proud of it. <laughs> no, she was just like every time my cousins are over she they're like, "Oh, so I saw the la- the latest cover of Hot Import Nights and you were on 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 this like on the hood of uh, of someone's car and you know, obviously that never happened, but she just hates it. And it's like I think because of that, because of them making fun of her, um she just doesn't seem to be interested in cars. Like she likes cars, but I can never get her into a conversation about cars. Like never. It's, I'm always the one calling out because you, you were just telling the story about 
you and your wife recognizing a certain car and you're mm-hmm. like, hey, is that a this and that, whatever? Mm-hmm. Said, That's never going to happen with my wife. <laughs> Even though she, 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 she was always like, oh, yeah, I was in you know, this group of people. But yeah, I'm always the guy who's calling it out. Like, did you know that that's a rare car right there? Did you know that? And she's like, okay, fine, whatever. You know, it's a, that, that's one of the things that I miss the most, I guess, when I used to hang out with my cousins and my friends. Mm-hmm. We can just talk about cars. And I actually have, my first venture into YouTube was actually a car channel. Oh, wow. And that car channel, yeah, it's, um, you can look it up. It's it's called Auto Enthused. <laughs> It's still How many there. videos do you have on um, there? I, I, I actually had a lot. I had a lot, but it's like a vlog style. And um, this was when my, my daughter was born. So this was six years ago. And it, I made it into like um, a vlog. I think you can still find a video where it says picking up a, a brand new WRX. And I, it was just me and my friend. And he was picking up his car, mm-hmm. basically. And I, I, I shot it. And every time I watch it, I'm like, man, this, it's, it, I'm so young. Like, it's so funny to see how different I am now. Right. But um, I made it into like a, a vlog channel and, you know, basically kind of documented, documenting my, my, my journey as a dad and, you know, my kids growing up. But I decided to take those, some of those videos down because I realized that as my kids were growing up, it just started to feel a little bit more like too personal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want them to, one day look at the internet and be like, oh, there I was, like baby me. And you know, my dad didn't even care. So I took those down. But I think I have a few episodes still there, um, mostly just car-related stuff and my WRX. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have a video uh, where I teach, I show how to drive a manual. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is how you drive a manual. <laughs> it's just so <laughs> funny. It's it's just, it's kind of, it's cringy. Right, right. Cringy, right. cringy for sure. That's probably why but you took it down. It, <laughs> no, I was kidding. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably it's why it's together, but it's it's part of me, and I love it. And you know what I mean? It's like that's exactly how I feel about my wife's uh, <laughs> my wife's past, and I think that's why she doesn't want to talk about it because it's like cringy as heck. What was she doing? Modeling? But, yeah, it's there in the car scene, or what? She was she was modeling. Yeah. Ah, okay. She was modeling, and so her group of friends were in that scene, basically. So we, and, you know, we when we talk about cars, I always remind her that we talk about complete two different completely completely different topics like she was more of the modeling side and i'm more of like the actual car side right. like i was in forums and it was just yeah i didn't buy anything i mean i i mean i wasn't the type of guy who would you know do so much with my car i just liked it and first of all i actually didn't have the money i drove my mom's camry and i'm like maybe i should get um rims for the camry and you know i just never really got into it because i didn't have enough money. So you didn't mod when I was a WRX? kid. I modded the double. It's oh, here's the funny thing. I think it might still be there, and if it isn't, I'll send you the link okay. later. But I have a video on on the channel where I asked my father-in-law to install um, uh, what do you call this? Like new mufflers, like a small smaller mufflers on the WRX, mm-hmm. and it's literally just like bolts, right? But I'm so incapable of doing something like that i had to ask my father-in-law to do it for me and i was just filming it and he was teaching me he was trying showing me how to do it and there's like two of my other friends were there and all the comments were hilarious they're like how many people do you need to change just the (laughs) just the muffler of a car so that's pretty much the only mod that i did the the mufflers i i added a lip spoiler Mm -hmm. 
Um, I always use, I always just kept it simple and that's kind of just like how I prefer things. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so maybe one of these days I actually want to revive that channel again. So it's, it's, it's going to be fun to, to revisit that side. I have not given up on it. I've just put it like on the shelf Mm -hmm. for now, right? Because my passion for cars is not, it's not done. Like I seriously, it's really one of those things that still drives, I no pun intended, but you know what I mean? Like it, it it's yeah, one of it. my driving I see forces. I totally right? see it all, all the time. Like your story yeah. posts and yeah. stuff like that. I definitely see it. Yeah. Your little Love updates. It. Yeah. yeah. I, so I, I don't think, even uh, think I'm into cars as think, much as you, to be honest. Really? Yeah. I, I like them, okay. you know, I like them. Um, mm-hmm. So like you, you talk, you know, I think your knowledge about, you have, a, you have a lot of knowledge about all kinds of cars. I only have knowledge mm-hmm. usually about the car that I'm driving. So I see. I try to learn mm-hmm. everything about it, all the parts for it, the engine code, the chassis code. But then if you bring out a new vehicle, I might be like, that looks nice. You know, if I'm interested in it, then maybe I'll look it up. But most of, most of the time, like, I don't know too much about it, you know. Not yeah. anymore. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. I get it. My cousin is is like that. Like, he know. Actually, no. I should I should say my cousin is a combination of you and me. So he's really smart. Like he really knows. Like he was at some point obsessed with RX-7s. He knew everything about it from the history of the Wankel engine to like everything. It's it's crazy, but he's just he's just weird like that. And I love it cuz and these type of conversations like we're having right now, this is something that never happens at home cuz yeah. my wife is just rolling her eyes in the back of her head right now. She's like <laughs> boring, whatever. But anyway, all right, Matt, we've, we've gone over an hour already. I definitely don't want to take up all of your evening. Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> so you have a family life. You definitely. So um, I just have to ask you one thing, though, because I know you went through so many um, products throughout the years. You're shooting products. It's just, it feels like every day. But I have to ask you, if there is one um, favorite that you have right now, let's, get, let's use this opportunity as a shout-out to that company or, or that product that, that you absolutely love, if there is one. Do you have one? Man, that is tough. That is tough because like I knew that was gonna be a tough question. It's it's you. a very tough question because I like a lot of things. That's probably why I'm in this content creation because it started off with I just love all this tech stuff, you know? And it's hard to separate what I like more than the other. Um mm-hmm. I mean it's you know. I don't think I have an answer for that. <laughs> I'm looking around. You don't have right an now answer. What I do, okay, so like if we're talking about like a desk setup, like for me though, a Thunderbolt yeah. dock is like everything to me. That's a good one. Because yeah. I, you know, I, I take my laptop when I leave the house to the office and I have so many accessories on my desk and having one cable to connect to your Mac and then everything is like up and going. Like for me, without that, I don't know what I would do. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now which brand? Okay. I actually have two of them. They're pretty much the same thing. So I probably won't even mention the brand. Yeah. But a Thunderbolt dock, I think, is like, like you gotta have one of those. Let's do it. Mention the brand. I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm not. Sh- I'm unless, unless you prefer not to because of maybe agreements or anything like that. But no, it's because I, mean, I have, sure I have two know. of them. I have two of the exact same dock oh, from two different brands. You know, mm. so they'll see it mm, on my okay. Instagram account. But you know, I, they're both pretty much. You know, so here's a story. Every Thunderbolt dock, like Thunderbolt 4 dock, they're all the same, by the way. Mm-hmm. 
they are exactly the same internally internally it's just marketing next then? time uh, yeah. the case is a little bit different and yes in marketing but if you look next time at where the connectors are placed it's mirror image like just exactly the same thing really so i learned that not oh, by it. having the product i learned that when i was looking at older thunderbolt docks and i read a ton of articles and they said a lot of them it's all from the same manufacturer just the casing's different and sure enough i was like wow they're right doesn't matter what brand you buy it from just look at the connectors where the usbs are placed where the headphone jack is exactly the same thing so there you go inside scoop no i you know what i that's i do believe that i mean remember when uh hdmis became a thing mm-hmm. it's like when we first started having like these hd tvs and oh my god like what was that brand that i absolutely monster, monster yeah they were selling hdmi cables for like hundreds of dollars yeah they're super expensive it's, the exact, exact same, same cable thing. that you could get. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, marketing. I mean, hey, if it works for them, right? Like, some people still swear by it. I, I, you know, I've read it in forums. Like, people swear by it. But I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, I can't even tell. I can't even tell the difference. Yeah, like, you know I mean, like copper or there's like gold plated, like all that stuff. Plated, yeah. Uh, I don't think it, mm-hmm. I think if, if it really matters, you need some sort of measurement tool for you to figure out if there's a difference. But to us, just listening yeah. to something or watching something, you're not going to be able to tell. You know, it's like, it's the same. Yeah, yeah. it's, <laughs> that's fascinating. Okay. Yep. Well, Matt, before, I, I know you saw this, um, I, I tagged you in the story post, right? Like, I asked people oh, if we got um, you had any questions or comments. We have we have four, we have four. Okay, there you go. So, uh, love my bros, brows. I know her actually. Do you know this person? Yeah, she's actually okay, a, a she... friend. She's about to come over. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, yeah. She said I don't even know how to describe it. He, she just said his visions are. <laughs> you know that that yeah that yeah thing? like this With the hand gesture yeah 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 yeah. So that's a compliment, right? Okay, thanks, so Michelle. Nice, just make one studio. Oh, there you go. Um, next one is make by make one studio. Mm-hmm. And they asked, what's your favorite meal? My favorite meal. I love Thai food. Ooh, I love Thai food too. Yeah. I don't I eat to a play my sting. I don't eat a lot of different things Oops. there, but I love Thai food. Sorry. I'm looking for like the, there you go. <laughs> like I, I meant to play this for like the thing. I do love Thai food. Do you, do you love, um, do you like it spicy? Like how hot do you go? No, mild, mild. I, I don't, oh mild okay yeah the the thai spice is on a different level you tell them mild and sometimes it's still like okay it's like super spicy you know yeah 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 i always say uh six like thai hot that's pretty hot like, you know like five or six it's pretty high out of a but 10 i also noticed that yeah i also noticed that they're all not the same no like that- at least in the, in the areas that i go they're all not the same even though you specify it like that yeah, yeah it's, so it's i like different. it kind of hot yeah it's like one time I said like a mild at one place and it was like super spicy. Like my mouth, I couldn't even feel it anymore. So it's like, I don't even know what I'm eating anymore. You know? <laughs> yeah, I get it. All right. So the next one is from the Michael Evans. You know him. Yes, I do. Um, he's actually going to be on the podcast too. I have to schedule him. Oh, awesome. But, hey, Michael. We'll, yeah, we'll find out if two Michaels in a podcast will make the universe explode. Hopefully not. <laughs> um, he asks, what slider do you recommend for a first time slider owner? Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, so the first one that I got was actually from Amazon. It's by that company, Newer, Newer, I don't know, you know. New, I could not read Yeah, that. like, I, it's like Newer with two E's. I bought that one, and yeah. I think it's 
priced really good. It did good. The only thing I don't like about that one was that you need two tripods for it. So if you have space oh, yeah. for two tripods, uh, that slider is about 31 and a half inches. Um, it works well. But now I have the one from Zeppelin. It's super tiny. It doesn't need two tripods. It's super stable. It also costs twice as much though. Um, but the movements are very short. You know, it's it, you don't get that. Yeah. So if you're looking for a five, six second clip, it's okay. But if you're looking for something that's like longer than that, I wouldn't recommend it. So. Yeah, I have the Zeppelin too. I I, I mean, is Zeppin it the micro? Micro? Yeah, I have a micro two slider. Which one do you have? I don't know if mine's micro one or two. Does yours kind of remember, move like, like it moves like with it, like it extends it? Yeah, kind does of. it do that? Um, no. So I think I have the one. Oh, so you have. A I actually changed my. Yeah, I changed my slider. I went with the iFootage, the uh, the Nano Shark Nano, I think, I think. Um, because it's like it's one of those that that it goes longer when it's on the tripod because of the way the mechanism works. I can't even explain. That's how my Zeppelin like, is. It's those... like it extends or something, but not that long. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. my my actually, you know, my Zeppelin does that. I think. Do you it's, have I've the motorized so pan head with it? No, no, I saw that you had it. Yeah, I and bought I'm that like, one from I, eBay, yeah. And it works. It's expensive. Uh, I think I paid 220 for it. And you can actually get two of those, yeah, you know that? Yeah. You can actually get two of them and no. attach to the tripod so you can have like a more dynamic movement instead of just like no way. tracking. Cool. You can make it go up, left, and you know what I mean? But I only bought one because like two of them, was, it would have been like 450 I was like, I'm just going to buy one. Yeah. Yeah, I have the iFootage one because that one comes with the panning head. Oh, already. Nice. Is it app yeah. controlled or is so it? That was uh... cool. It is app controlled. Um, I'm still I'm not completely familiar with it yet, but I did like the Zeppelin. The only thing I didn't like about the Zeppelin is that I couldn't slide it manually. I think they you said turn you, it on. this one. They can... said you can, but I'm, I've never done it. No, you have to remove something yeah. to make it do that. Okay. Yeah. So I. I couldn't figure it out. The app was clunky. I don't know. I mean, if it's they've updated it because mm. I haven't used the app in forever. It's okay. So. I wish that it was like remote <laughs> control and not an app because sometimes I want to have my phone. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. It's it's kind of annoying, but the iFootage one I'm, I I like it. But yeah, those are good suggestions. The um, you know, that was my first. No, my first slider was a GVM slider, and it was like one of those manual ones, but not manual ones. Uh, it's like um. The cheap ones, like you said, you need two tripods yeah. for it. Mm -hmm. So those are good suggestions. But if you kind of want to do a, um, a step up, I think the Zeppelin one is a good, it's a, it's a good uh, uh, candidate, and it's a, a good suggestion because it was easy. I mean, it's it's still easy to use. There's you know you you'll only figure out like the things you don't like after you use it so much, right? The Zeppelin quality um, is like right, cool. premium though. Oh yeah, it's for like sure. Solid. Like it does not feel like a cheap item. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's that's one thing I have to say about the Zeppelin versus the iFootage one because the iFootage one. It does a lot, but it doesn't feel as premium as the Zeppelin. Right. So, but you know, I, to say that the iFootage is cheap feeling, that's a complete lie. But I just like the design of the, right. the that's Zeppelin what I much say. more. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we have one last question from the Apple Bias. They said, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll Tootsie Pop? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's Brian. An old question right there. <laughs> I think I've tried that when I was younger. You know that? Did you actually count? <laughs> I did. I sat there and count. I don't remember what the number was, but I sat there and count because that stupid <laughs> commercial was an owl flying. With the owl? Yeah, yeah. I remember that commercial. And he, he, 
It was just like it was always just three. Yeah, he him, goes right? one, two, one, and then two, he three, and he would mouth. just bite it. No, but I sat there <laughs> yeah. licking that. I was like, I don't know. You know, your kids are doing something. You know, <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Question. That's hilarious. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for the the question, guys. Um, we'll be doing more of this as we go with the podcast. But yeah, Matt, thank you so much for being a guest. You've been awesome. And like I said in the beginning, expect this to be one of your many, many. Um, guest visits yeah no this was and fun. i hope that's okay this with was you. fun yeah for sure okay awesome for sure i'm glad you had fun yeah because I, I definitely do not want people to have a terrible experience with this one no. and i know we went over so like i said i was telling matt in the beginning that um i wanted uh, a more casual approach mm -hmm. moving forward forward with the podcast because i feel like that's what people like they just like you know the conversation to be in the background but you know do you want it to be fun and organic and just like natural that's what i'm trying to achieve so yeah, Matt. Hey, before we go, um, can you share with the ladies and gentlemen where you, you know you can they can find you or your YouTube channel? Obviously, you have an Instagram and where else? And if you're promoting anything, let's do that. Let, let's do that right now. Uh, Instagram and TikTok is going to be Envision N V Z I O N, and then on YouTube it's Matt Envision because Envision was already taken by somebody, so I had to put <laughs> Matt in front of it, which isn't too bad. I was just imagining what my plaque would look like. Matt and Vision. Okay, that's cool. You know, when I hit 100K <laughs> like 10 years from now, I want to make sure the name is good. Hey, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. I feel like I feel like it's going to be much, much closer than that. Like probably even much closer than you expect. Just You just have to keep doing I it, know. Matt. And I know you can. It's, You're a hard worker right there. It takes a lot of so. time. but That's awesome. Well, thanks, Michael. I'll see you on Instagram. Yeah, I'll see you on Instagram. And uh, thank you again for, for, yeah, thanks for having being me. a guest. And thank you guys, of course. Thank you guys for listening. And I hope to see you guys. I don't know why I'm saying that because this is not a YouTube <laughs> video. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just uh, wait for more episodes. Let's just put it that way. I'm terrible at ending episodes. <laughs> anyway, thanks again. Bye.